Hello and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for Dune. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my good friend and co-host, Steve. I mean, hey, everyone, hey. It's Wednesday. I mean, hey. Hey. I mean, hey. I'm just going to say that I hope you have the best Wednesday possible. It is It is a good Wednesday. It is uh, Chapter 23 we're getting into, and it's the first chapter of the second book of the first dune novel wow that doesn't sound like not confusing i love the way (laughs) it's all laid out yep (laughs) so is this part called muadib this part is called muadib the uh the very first um part of the book is called i forgot already it's just called dune this part is called muadib so we are diving into everything that paul has to offer and we saw it in our last chapter with uh with Paul coming to prescience and becoming a completely different other per- completely different person altogether. Yeah. And we're just kind of like picking up from where that left off. Uh, so before we get into anything here, I want to start us off with the chapter introduction. And I believe yeah, it name is the chapter turn. first. Oh, what was the na- name of the chapter? You gotta name it. Fuck. Uh, uh, what, I don't know. Uh, Space boys. Spice Boys. <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> when my father, the Padishah Emperor, heard of Duke Leto's death and the manner of it, he went into such a rage as we had never before seen. He blamed my mother and the compact force on him to place a Bene Gesserit on the throne. He blamed the guild and the evil old baron. He blamed everyone in sight, not accepting even me, for he said I was a witch like all the others. When I sought to comfort him, saying it was done according to an older law of self-preservation to which the the most ancient rulers gave allegiance, he sneered at me and asked me and asked if I thought him a weakling. I saw that he had been aroused to the passion not by concern over the dead duke but by what that death implied for all royalty. As I look back on it, I think there may have been some prescience in my father too, for it was certain that his line and Muad'Dib's share common ancestry. From In My Father's House by the Princess Irolan. So, In My Father's House. That sounds in like my a father's sitcom. House. Thank you for being a Premin. Oh, <laughs> did you write that? Yeah, it just came off the top of my head, baby. So who that is, what is, what the fuck is in my father's house? Is that about Paul? Is that Paul talking? No, that's, that is about Princess Zerolon. I feel like we might've talked about this Who's already, her but Prince the Emperor. Em- yeah. Yeah. Her father. Who knows though? It's probably Paul. It's probably like, <laughs> or, you know, I don't know, sand. Yeah probably a worm <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um and just like that chapter introduction just kind of like shows that even though the emperor is turning again like turned against duke leto he still had an amount of a respect for him and didn't want him to suffer the death that he eventually did suffer but like yeah, you were yeah, in yeah, league with fucking harkonnens everything's gonna happen yeah you're going to leave with the blob. 
<laughs> yeah, he was going to eat them. Like, you trust that guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Um, so this whole chapter here, this was a pretty, this is a pretty short one. And like I said, it's coming off of, uh, the last, it's coming off of the end of book one, which, uh, of end of book one, the first part. And I don't think it adds much more to what we already know what's going on. Uh, there's a few little tidbits of information, uh, that we see here. Uh, mostly it's the fact that like, I think Jessica is fearing the fact that Leto is going to disappear in history. She has that dream where his name is written in sand, but yeah, as her, as she's trying to like rewrite his name in. Yeah. And like, it just keeps filling up with sand. More sand. (laughs) I think that has to do with the fact that I think she's fearing that Leto is going to be lost to history. And I I feel like she's going to be more or less right because if you look at the events that Paul is seeing, it's all about him. It is very, it's very little has to yeah, do with Leto is his dude. dad. True. So like he wouldn't be lost forever. I mean, he'll be in the, Hey, he's in, in my father's house. Maybe uh, <laughs> they made a whole sitcom about him. You know, what I found really interesting about this chapter is, uh, because it is kind of like it is just kind of getting your bearings again from the last book, and you know how? Do you know how this book was released back in like the early sixties? No, it was idea. done in that. It was done in that magazine format, so like <clears throat> you would get half. You get like half of uh, half of the first book in one magazine, and then the second half of the next book in another magazine, like sci-fi magazines. So, yeah, sci-fi magazines. So this was brought out in sci-fi magazines in parts over and over and over again. And it made me really think about some of the chapters that we're reading and how information is restated to you over and over again. Cause like you would only read a a certain amount that would be brought into the magazine. And then you would have to wait a month, three months before the next issue comes out to finish up the, the part that you're reading. So that's annoying. You can, yeah, I can see it being annoying, but like, do you think, magazines would do this again there's got to be magazines out there now still doing no this but they magazines. can't be <laughs> there's no magazines anymore okay just, all... take, just take a minute go grab me a magazine from your house i've got i got a calendar it's not a magazine i don't have any fucking magazines you don't even have a magazine <laughs> exactly point proven yeah there you go um yeah, so like, it's definitely easier to read it in a book format, but it kind of explains some of the chapters that we've seen in the past, where it's just kind of reiterating certain information over and over again. And I probably like when we were saying in our last episode, like Paul just saying "desert power" over and over and over again, because like desert power, you could have forgotten about desert it. power. You don't know desert power. Uh, this chapter is kind of setting up Paul and Jessica getting ready for the open desert and it's not going to be good like it is yeah but at least they got their uh worm snork and their uh foam suit <laughs> and their uh tin tin tent yeah they they're prepared but paracompass here's here's the thing though like when they when they get out of the tent and they start looking around and like figuring out where they have to go they see a whole bunch of ornithopters in the in the distance and those ornithopters are like fucking the landscape up 
Like they're basically cop- carpet bombing. And it's obvious that they're Harkon they're Harkonnens just kind of laying waste to everything out there, just trying to find Jessica and and Paul. And even though they're going to look for the Fremen and try to help or try to get help from the Fremen utilizing their religious beliefs, <clears throat> uh doesn't mean that they're going to like them when they first meet them. So like Sure don't. They're they have enemies on all sides and there's a note that I uh the note that I saw on the internet of somebody talking about this chapter is when they go outside, like even the animals will be against them because we saw in the banquet dinner, uh, certain animals don't have access to water. It's more like they, they drink blood instead. So like birds and shit, like there's birds in this chapter. Like Jessica, Jessica hears birds in the sky and like that shit. Blood birds. Yes. <laughs> Drink that Coca-Cola. Um, <clears throat> Duncan is still gone. He hasn't come back yet. And at this point, Paul's like, you know, if he was captured, <clears throat> this is where he said that he can hold on. Like, this is, he could hold out for this long, which means, like, he's not back. We got, we got to get going. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You gotta go. And we gotta start looking for this desert power. Find the Fremen. Harness the sand. Harness the sand. Ride the sand. Power of desert. The sand. Form of sand. It just disintegrates. (laughs) (laughs) It blows away in the wind. Dune. Uh, yeah, that, there's not much here to, to, to extrapolate on because it's just, it's, I feel like it's just a PS on the last chapter. I think real meat was in the last one with Paul just going, you know, becoming all lateralists on us. Yeah, this is just sort of a, a little, uh, a little, little add on to, to that. So it's it really, this really could have been in the last chapter. Seriously though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. chapter ends with uh, ornithopters, like, the, the the last chapter ends with, like, Paul revealing that, or not revealing, just, like, ranting that he's become Muad'Dib. And this chapter ends with, uh, <clears throat> with ornithopters showing up above them. And it could be, you know, like, the way that it's said in the book, it could be good or bad. Like, I didn't have, like, a sense of um, urgency when the yeah. ornithopters showed up it's probably bad was just like it's probably bad but it it could be could there be Duncan some sort of um atreides reinforcements coming maybe could be something like that are there still atreides on caladan or atreides uh, royals? good question i think we talked about this in a previous chapter um i i would imagine don't know. so but I don't know. Fair. So it could be that. I believe when you're transplanting a power of a family to like like Arrakis, you take the whole family, and they are they are now ruling Arrakis. They're not ruling both planets. Uh, they're probably yeah more Kaladin loyalists or uh, more Atreides loyalists on Kaladin. But um, I think it's in control of another family. Who that family is, gotcha. I have no idea. I don't think it's really 
pertinent to what's happening. I like happening to think it's the Adams family. Because, like, because, like, uh, really Paul, it up over there. I think Paul even mentions not in this chapter, but the chapter before is that they're not, they're not leaving Arrakis. This is where they're going to die. <clears throat> like, and it's yep. because they're, like, also, especially now that he's spice. seen infinite timelines. Yeah. But that's also, like, triggered by the fact that I don't even mention this in the last chapter. Uh, that he's addicted to spice. They're both addicted to spice, and that's because spice is fucking addicted everywhere. To spice. Now. Oh yeah. So if they ever leave, they need to like sustain that addiction, or else they're gonna die. And the only way to really properly sustain that addiction is to stay on Arrakis, stay on the open desert. That's it. Keep sanding it up. That's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is there is there anything else you want to add there, buddy? Old no, I mean that's it for today's chapter but one thing i'd like to say you know coming off of that is to all of our to everyone out there listening you know i want to make sure that you all sustain your addictions Uh, whatever that may be you know be it spice be it cheese you know you do what you gotta do to get your own prescience see your own timelines harness your own desert power but that's it for today (laughs) You should do those uh, those calming voiceovers, you know, like uh, you know that app calm, where it's just like somebody reads you a story. You should just go on rants like that, like harness your sand, harness the sand, feel your spice, close your eyes, feel s- sand on your eyes, feel sand running down. Your nose, inside of your nose. All right, everyone. Well, that's it for today's episode, <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, uh, let's say you can fire us an email at our email is chapter by chapter podcast at gmail dot com, and uh, I'm looking. We're looking for we're looking for uh, meals to really beat the heat this winter and i know that you might think that that's that that's you know contradictory there but the thing is it's so cold out that you have to get the heat hot so hot inside that you know it's like the middle of july inside so you got to beat the heat so if you got any recipes looking for maybe gelato (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but we'll and we'll uh we'll see you guys tomorrow uh thank you for listening of course And we'll be back with chapter 24 of Dune.